Alright, welcome back. This is Dinesh. This is Steven. And we are on the subject of memory. Yeah, we were just saying that I feel like I don't remember important things that happened. Important things? Yeah, I feel like if there was anything important that happened before I was like 15, I would know. Like, I just don't remember it. That's true. Like, there are relatives that I've met Mm -hmm. before I was 15 I have no memory of, but I've been told that I met them. Yeah. I also wonder how much we don't catch because we're so young. Mm -hmm. Like, the weight of someone's words, what they could be meaning, Mm -hmm. it just goes right over our heads. Mm -hmm. And then because of that, it doesn't stick. You know, but you remember, like, when people are yelling or things like that. My dad, when I was, I think, eight, uh, became deaf. He's, like, basically completely deaf. I had no idea that that was, like, happening. Like, he just wouldn't be home, because he'd be, like, at the, like there was a Mayo Clinic, like, mm-hmm. near, like, Atlanta. And, like, he would just be gone, and I remember, like, all the time, <laughs> like, I would just be like, where's dad? And they'd just be like, not here. And I honestly didn't, like, get it until I was, like, maybe, like, 12 or 13, he had, like, the cochlear surgery. Mm-hmm. But, like, as a kid, you don't realize, like, that bad things are happening. Yeah, definitely. You're just like, oh, he's just gone doing stuff, just adult things. Yeah. Or growing up, we had a hurricane room or a tornado room. Mm-hmm. Tornado. And it just seemed like a clubhouse. Right. It was just <laughs> the room to hang out. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's the, Yeah, we'd have tornadoes a lot, and I would, like, parents would be like, oh, we need to go to the basement. I'm like, why? And they're just like, oh, just things. <laughs> okay. And then we go to the basement, and they're like, oh, we're just hanging out. And I'm like, why is there no electricity? And we're like, oh, we're just hanging out. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, definitely memory is a weird thing. Isn't there, isn't like 95% of memories are false? Or like, not false, but like... Not remembered as accurately as we think they are. Yeah, not correctly. There was a big study with people forgetting or misremembering how 9-11 happened. Mm. And they remembered being there when they were like, not there. You know, they were in a grocery store, but they remember seeing it outside their window. Right. Or they were a kid in a classroom, but the classroom has no way of seeing the towers from there. Mm-hmm. But they for sure remember it. Huh. That's interesting. I wonder how much of our personality is driven from fake memories. Like mm-hmm. memories where we like think something happened a certain way, but it like didn't. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Or... Like, at what age do you think physically, like, memories stick better? Do you think it's a physical thing or just mental? Mm. I feel like the older you get, the more memory is, like, implanted. Like, yeah. something that happens is, like, more impactful. Do you think that's because, like, of your ability to draw connections to things that's growing? Yeah, I feel like your brain is just developed more... I feel like in your 20s, you remember things, like, way better. Like, are they not, you remember way better, but you remember them more vividly because of what they meant to you, like, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine living a whole life, and then at the end of it, your mind just gets sent back to your body at, like, four years old? But you're, like, 85 in a four-year-old body? With the same memories? With the same memories, except now you have to, like, live through it again. Live through it But again. you can change what you want, I guess, right? Because yeah. you already know what you could have. That's true. There's, like, the the movie About Time. Mm-hmm. He, like, kind of mm-hmm. does that. But yeah. he doesn't change anything, really. Yeah. He just acts, like, nicer. Yeah. Which is, like, interesting. Well, to be fair, he uses a lot of attempts at going back in time mm-hmm. to, like, 
I want to say boost his confidence, but like experience the defeat until it's not defeat. Yeah. You know? That's true. And I think that brings us to like our real topic because um, how much do you think that people being afraid of failing or afraid of how they'll look as an amateur, like how much do you think that affects people from really going out and trying things that they like? For example, playing guitar because mm-hmm. you don't want to be like really bad for 10 years to only get good eventually. Mm-hmm. Or choosing a career path because you don't want to be the pro gamer and have to say that out loud. But then when you make a million dollars, then it's fine. Yeah. I think that's like most people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm an art major and like that is like when you say you're an art major, somebody's, that there's just like a connotation with that which means like, Oh, like, that's There's the way you've silence. chosen to live your life. Yeah. Like, that sort of thing. But if you were to say that you're, like, a famous artist, here, we'd be like, oh, yeah, I support that, like, 100%. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying you're going to be a famous artist, they're like... What do they call it? Yeah, like right. a starving artist or a struggling? Yeah. Which is everyone yeah. in college. <laughs> but there's definitely, like, preconceived notions. I think a lot of it comes from our parents. Like, I can see that, yeah. How they teach you, like, what an ideal, like, citizen looks like. Yeah. Like, in high school, you ne- they're never like, oh, you know who makes the most money and is the most successful? People who draw. <laughs> like, that's never, like, the notion. Yeah. Or the people who are happiest, the ones who make money. Yeah. That's, yeah. I like... Yeah, it's funny. Whenever I, like, I've had conversations where I'm, like, I'm an art major and somebody's like, so you don't care about making money? Or, like, being happy? <laughs> like, oh, for sure. Yeah, I feel like it happens a lot, like, even walking by, it's very hard to just start talking to someone Mm -hmm. that you see passing by, you know, but if you did have, like, the five-minute time machine, I bet people would try a lot more to be, like, more social or, like, they'd learn the right way to approach situations like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think a lot of that is fear of failure, but it's also fear of other people thinking you're a failure. So, like, if you start a conversation, where they're like, who is this guy? This weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Like, how dare he start a conversation with me? Yeah. That sort of thing. But that is all, like, just, like, the crazy level of self-consciousness that our generation has, mm-hmm. which I think is mostly due to social media and, like, the presence of, like, culture, like, pop culture in our society do you think it's only in our generation because we're currently at the age we are like do you think our parents generation experienced it but now none of them just they just don't care because i feel like we've been we have a less social generation above us yeah but i feel like at the grandparent age if they see someone they'll just start talking well i think i don't know if they were like that social when they were younger though is a thing Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like they were, like, they're more social now because it's, like, they don't really care about, like, things. Yeah. They're just like, oh, there's a person. Exactly. So do you think it might just come with time? Yeah, I think so. Like, maybe our parents in 20, 30 years will suddenly just not care to. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, life tends to go one of two ways. You either become, like, extremely isolated the older you get. Or, like, just extremely open about, like, most things. Mm-hmm. 
I think a lot of that depends on how you live, like, the beginning of your life. Now I wonder if you went from the end of your life back to being a young person, how that would affect, like, popularity. Mm-hmm. Would you care to, like, talk to random people, make all these friends, or right. would nobody like you because you're, like, very weird compared to them? Would be, like, a weird thing where you'd see all the options right and you're like oh in order for this person to like me i need to strike a conversation with this person yeah and that would feel very artificial it already does feel very artificial Mm -hmm. just in the present so like doing it then would be even worse it'd be like the old soul yeah to the highest level (laughs) yeah that's the thing is that there's way too much like People way too often talk to someone just to have another person that likes them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just to be, like, more popular. Yeah. Or I, I saw the other day on Instagram, it was some account with, like, I don't even know, it was, like, 10,000 followers or something. They were like, I'm selling this account, DM me. And my first thought was, why would I buy, like, just an account? Mm-hmm. And then I realized that it comes with, like, popularity. You know, you literally could just buy people who would talk to you. Like, you pay for their attention now. Yeah. And that seems very interesting. There's this website, it's called, like, Zilloid or something, and I saw an article about how people, like, influencers have started using it to buy followers, like, Instagram followers. Interesting. And so I was, like, looking at it, and apparently you can buy, like, 50,000 followers on this website. And it's, like, $500 or something crazy. But, like, the fact that people want that, just those that if mm-hmm. somebody looks at their profile, like, oh, wow, this person is, like, more attractive because they're popular. Yeah. Or, like, they're, like, more people like them. The fact that that's, like, our mindset is is just crazy. It, it is always funny to me when I see a celebrity that has, like, 10 million followers and then they have, like, zero posts. Yeah. Like, they, they're just exactly. not involved, like, whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, it's Kanye has, like, zero posts on Instagram. Really? Does he delete or he just never has them? He, I mean, he's just, like, never posted. Wow. And at one point, Elon just had one post, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and it was just a black screen. And it was just like, hey. With, like, 80,000 likes. Yeah. That's what's what's kind of crazy. Do you think you'd like it if... To yourself nobody paid attention to what you were doing or if a lot of people did like let's say you want to start running and being a runner would you rather like be hearing from people like hey i heard you're running now that's cool that's cool um like just having that noise or just ignored i think just ignored yeah i mean this in all aspects because like yeah the thing is, I, like, don't want people to like me just because I'm doing, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, the worst. That reminds me of, like, like, that reminds me of, like, when people are liking you just because of, like, who you're dating or stuff like, mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. It's, like, that's not, like, reality. How much of what you do or what you have do you think defines, like, yourself? You know, how much of your personality do you think is shaped off of the things you do? Maybe they're circumstantial. Mm. Or the house you have, you know? Or the shoes you can buy because you can't afford them. 
I think it probably doesn't define you that much, but it defines how other people view you. Okay. You don't think that, like, being born into more money would change, like, your view of the world? Or less money? I think, I don't know, I think it doesn't as much as, like, we perceive. I think it's this weird spectrum thing where, like, I feel like it either defines your entire life or, like, doesn't at all. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's this Pursuit of Wonder video where this kid's born into, like, a middle-class-ish family or whatever, and it defines his entire life. And so he just, like, creates businesses and becomes, like, a billionaire. And then he gets to the end of his life and he's like, I let one thing define, like, everything. And I, like, am not happy at all. I think it's often, like, that where you just, like, don't care at all. Mm-hmm. About, like anything do you think there's a thing that has like made you more open-minded ooh more open-minded yeah being at university okay in what way um just meeting people and the way that they look at things is like I feel like very shocking mm-hmm do you, like, would you agree? Because I feel like, you, like, we have met some people where it's yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> like, yeah. Definitely like, different views. Yeah. And I think just the amount of time, long and short, that you get to meet these people also, like, says a lot. Mm. You know? Yeah, there's some people I've met in university who are, like just change my perspective on like so many important things some of it's like they've motivated me more mm-hmm. it's like positive things but it's all been like very interesting yeah I think reading a lot like changes okay. people's yeah. perspective I agree actually like even if it's just like reading the news or like reading just anything I feel like mm-hmm. it like changes I feel like you visualize things when you're reading and then that like idea like sits in your consciousness and you can see it present sometimes like outside of the book yeah you know or see it relate or like you might read even a fiction book and then you start seeing like personality traits that your friends have Mm -hmm. that share like what the characters have yeah it's like music how like people listen to lyrics of music and they're like oh it's so relatable to my life and like the singer's like yo this song's about like food or like something like nothing to do with like their life that's, like, the thing is, music is the the thing that, like, connects people the most, I feel like, but has the least intention of doing so. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched this NPR, Tiny De- like, the Tiny yeah. Desk concerts, that was, it was the Lumineers, and they'd go through all the songs, and they'd explain what they're about, and none of them are about, like, anything close to what they, like, sound like they're about. <laughs> it's all, like, very... Well, it's, like, people. Yeah. It's, like, I feel like... a a lot of people are very, like, selfish in what they think about in the sense of, like, they think about, the, like, their own intentions or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what all the songs are about. It's just, like, a story that the main singer has about, like, something that happened to him, like, 25 years ago. But then, like, when you hear people talk about the Lumineers, they're like, oh, my God, it describes the exact thing I'm going through right now. Yeah. <laughs> because you relate it immediately to what's happening in your head. Yeah. Well, is- you know, like, the Kings of Leon... Mm-hmm. You hear three out of every, like, 500 words they say. 
Yeah. But some songs just hit home. <laughs> right. You just don't know where home is because you can't understand them. Right. But sometimes you can just... You put so much of yourself into that. Mm-hmm. Which the is vibe. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you think that when you hear something, your first thought is how it relates to you? I think I do. Really? Yeah. What do you think the reason for that is? It helps me understand it. Mm. If I can see how it relates to me, even if that way is by not relating to me, right? that puts, that grounds it for me, grounds ideas. Mm. That makes sense. I feel like a lot of times if somebody says their opinion, I have to like understand it on like a humanistic level. Mm-hmm. in like kind of the same way it's like why would I think that exactly in a situation <laughs> that's e- it's easy to make something more relatable when somebody says like a view that you might not like share yeah or might seem very different than what you're thinking well you know we are talking about like embarrassment do you find it hard to like open up about what you think and how you feel yeah it's not even like that I find it hard it's just that I think it really depends on who I'm talking to. If it's, like, somebody I don't know very well, somebody in high school once told me that the thing that people like talking about the most is themselves. And so if I'm talking to somebody that I don't know very well, I usually just ask, like, <laughs> them questions about, like, what's going on yeah. in their life. And then, like, if they ask me, like, my opinion, it's just, like, one word answer and, like, another question. <laughs> yeah. Because it just makes conversation, like, flow more easily. Mm-hmm. And it also requires less, like, effort. Yeah. To be honest. But how how do you think that, like... You know when you overshare something, and you're like, I wish I could never speak again, or right. they would never speak again? Right. You know, it's weird that you have these, like... These levels of insecurity about letting people, like, know how you're feeling. Mm. Even if... Like, you're not actually feeling that. Just to say how you think you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, like, I think there's this human notion that, to, like, if someone knows you completely, they'll like you less. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, very, very, like, implanted in our heads because of, like, our self-consciousness about everything. Yeah. And media... But, yeah, we're like, oh, if they, like, know this about me, they won't like me as much, mm-hmm. or I'll seem, like, more, like, vulnerable, or, or something like that, and so we're like, oh, I can't, like, unload too much information. Yeah. That's always interesting to me, because I feel like it's not that big a deal. Like, I feel like when someone tells me something that is maybe, like, they're considering me sharing too much information. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really important to just be like, yep, like, not make it a big deal. Yeah. In case it is a big deal to them that they just, like, said that, and, like, they regret saying it. Mm-hmm. So usually I'm just like, oh, right. <laughs> like, no matter how, like, serious of a thing it might have been. Yeah. Because I feel like it's more about the other person being comfortable than it is, like, you absorbing the information mm-hmm. that they, like, actually shared. Oh, that... That line. That gave me, like, an idea. How do you think someone who's never read a single thing 
would be versus someone who's never like interacted with other people socially you know there was one person who like read all the classics and all the not classics Mm -hmm. versus someone who just does not read at all how do you think which both i feel like are kind of common but they never meet is the thing but they never meet you know they're two like mutually exclusive types of people yeah I don't know. I feel like that is what makes, like, university great, is because they would meet. Mm. And then they'd be like, who is this person? I, like, don't understand. Yeah. But I think a lot of people, like, in certain places grow up in that isolation where, like, they, everyone around them is like them. Mm -hmm. And so they don't ever experience, like, the outside world whatsoever. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they just think the same things until eventually they, like, meet somebody else that's not from around their area. And then they stop, like, thinking the same things. Yeah. Because they realize that they're, like, very maybe close-minded about it. I wonder what, like, the ethical conflict you have in your head is when you come against, like, a conflicting idea. Mm -hmm. You know? Unless it's, like, extreme and you're just... Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's hard for people to, like, justify themselves mm-hmm. not having a certain perspective. Yeah. Well, I think we try and convince ourselves that the thing we already thought is, like, the accurate thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, I already thought this, so this must be true. Like, I need to not, like, revert to this other idea that somebody's telling me. Yeah, this lesser founded idea yeah which is how you get like stuck in your like ways mm-hmm. it's because you're like oh it must actually be this because i thought this for like so long yeah you know it's really interesting the language barrier mm. people who don't speak especially in america people who don't speak the language or speak it like more poorly are just perceived to be way less intelligent mm-hmm. just right off the bat doesn't even matter what they're talking about there's just that idea that like, the lack of proper communication between each other, like, means something. Yeah. Which is funny because, like, it doesn't mean that much, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Stephen Hawking couldn't communicate at all. But he could. The smartest man. Yeah. Like, alive. I think your thoughts a lot of times don't define, like, how intelligent or not your thoughts you're like what how you communicate your thoughts mm-hmm. doesn't always define how intelligent you are yeah it's like how you would define your thoughts if you knew how to say it isn't that so upsetting i yeah. feel like the english language doesn't have enough words mm-hmm. to properly like convey the thoughts that you could have in your head yeah, yeah. and like half the words just don't seem right yeah, like when you say them, like that doesn't sound as smart as I wanted it to sound. Exactly. Like you wake up from a dream and you're trying to remember your dream. How was it? it was fuzzy? Right. It just doesn't hit the right. way it should. Makes like no sense. Yeah. I feel like that, especially in like casual conversation. Like I'll just pull up the drive, like drive through, like oh, what do you want? And then like, after I order, I'm like, that was like the worst English that anyone has ever spoken. Yeah. You know, I saw posts today actually and it described when you're asleep and you're trying to wake up 
and you're just like really groggy and time feels like like thick jelly right and I do wish there was a better way to put that yeah yeah I mean that's like a really bad way of putting it but it's not wrong <laughs> right thick jelly the viscosity of time viscosity of time that's the title right there. Thick Jelly, the Viscosity of Time. Wow, a saga. A saga. Oh my god. Thick Jelly. When you said that, my immediate thought was like the scene in, in Trek where he's like large onions and then he explains how like ogres <laughs> are like onions. Yeah. That's like immediately what I thought of. Oh, jeez. You ever think about how like messed up children's movies are like that movie's like not okay for children to watch oh yeah but at the same time how much better could you show like the cruelty of the world or the potential for people to be manipulative if not in an animated cartoon movie with fairy tale creatures yeah I mean that's the thing is that like (laughs) Animated movies show, like, the worst of humanity, but just with such casual, like, casual, like, (laughs) explanation. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever I go back and watch a kid's, like, kid's movie, or, like, recently I I watched, like, some Pixar movies again, I'm like, yo, what are these movies about? Do you have any that you've rewatched that you don't like after thinking you would, like, you did like them? For me, mine's Toy Story. The original Toy Story? The original, yeah, I, I... remembered only the good parts mm. and then watching it back it just felt so slow mm-hmm. that I kind of stopped liking it as much I actually have like never liked the Toy Story movies even like seeing three in theaters mm-hmm. well I think one's the best of the, of all I don't know there's four now yeah yeah I I haven't seen one in a long time. I've seen... I haven't seen one or two in a long time. When I saw three in theaters, I did not like it. Because it's not, like, about anything. Well, none of them are about anything, actually. Yeah. When I saw four, I liked it. But it's because it's, like... Clearly talking about something. Mm-hmm. Even if it's, like, not actually about anything. Yeah, that's funny. Some movies really do just put a camera there. Yeah. You know? That's it. You're just getting to see the world of, I guess, toys... That that's the thing yeah movies I mean if you think about it all Pixar movies there's a documentary about them they're all about like a catharsis between two like characters mm-hmm. like an emotional catharsis none of none of the movies about anything <laughs> like Finding Nemo is literally about a fish who was just so stupid that he like got <laughs> lost he had like the entire ocean and he decided land like but on accident that's right <laughs> and then his dad was like I guess I'll just go due north for like 8,000 miles <laughs> and, like that's the whole movie they go to Sydney yeah. That's, like, very far away. That's true. Yeah, all Pixar movies are just, like, about, like, a, a huge catharsis. But, like, kids, like, aren't ready for them. Like, I think about, I watched Bugs Life when I was, like, seven. And then I rewatched mm-hmm. it when I was, like, 18. And I was, like, yo, this movie is, like, violent. Yeah. It's, like, angry, you know? It's got, like, a lot of energy at some point. Yeah, and, like, it's just about these people who, like, literally, like, control a civilization. Mm-hmm. And, like, also, like, where are all the humans? Like, where are they? They're just, like, in a post-apocalyptic It's a world. bug's life, not a human's life. I understand. 
Have you seen Treasure Planet? Yeah. That's a very good movie, I think. I think it's one of my favorite Disney movies. That, like, half decade, like, 98 to 2003, yeah. was, like, the best era, even though it's, like, five years of Disney movies. Because it was, like, Treasure Planet, Lilo and Stitch, Emperor's New Groove. Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. Uh, I've seen Atlantis. Yes. Atlantis. That's one that I need to rewatch. Road to El Dorado, is that in there? Yeah. Is that, yeah. That's another good one. Ooh, yeah, have you seen The Prince of Egypt? That's yeah. not Disney, I think. That's not Disney. Okay. But yeah, that is, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, those like 2D anime movies. And then like they had a couple 3D ones, like Monster Z. Yeah. Um, those are pretty good. But it's just crazy, like, kids movies are like so much more serious. Like, have you seen Soul? Yeah. Soul, right? <laughs> If I saw that when I was a kid, I would, like, actually not be okay. Yeah. You know, I really think that the movies that we say, like, were great, all have to be sort of timeless mm-hmm. in the sense, you know? They can't be rewatched. Like, oh, it's awful, you know? Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of, like, horror movies struggle. Because, yes, The Exorcist was scary in, like, 1652. Right, right. But if you watch it now, it's not. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the problem with, like, yeah, all, all movies is that it's such a quickly evolving yeah. industry, and it's so young. Like, exactly. the first movie was in, like, well, the first, like, film that was shown was, like, 1914. That's what I said, yeah. <laughs> and, like, it, it moves so quickly that stuff becomes so bad. Mm-hmm. So, like, well, immediately. Well, that's why I think with kids' movies, you have a chance to make something... Like, a, you can put a lesson into it that someone can take out of, not just as a kid, but, like, even when you're older. Yeah. You know, you can rewatch it at 8, 14, 24, and then one day be like, whoa. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, like, when a movie is just for entertainment, it is much easier to, like, age very quickly mm-hmm. because more often than not, it's, like, has no substance. Like, good example is, like, Tron, the original <laughs> Tron movie. Yeah. Which actually just looks like a game of, like, laser tag now <laughs> that was just, like, filmed. But, like, not even filmed. Like, on it was just, like, a camcorder was, like, there. Shot on iPhone. Playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, that sort of thing where it's, like, not great at all. Like, it's funny, I got an argument in one of, one of the, we go to university in one of the classes I was in, I got an argument with um, one of the professors, because I think, like, LucasArts films are mm-hmm. actually really bad, which is, like, a very hot take. But I agree. But I think, like, E.T. is, like, the most overrated movie of all time. Yeah. And I was arguing, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark is not very good either. Have you seen that, Indiana Jones? I haven't. So there's, like, the first three that... George Lucas was, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, and The Last Crusade. And I did this whole argument about how, like, all of them are not very good. Which is, like, a very hot take. Because yeah. I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is... I, th- I think it's, like, ranked by Empire as, like, the second greatest film of all time or something. Like, it's, like, yeah. in the top five. It's, like, near, like, Godfather. But it's so old. Mm-hmm. That, like, watching it now, I'm like, God. Well... That makes sense, but would you rather them 
put out best movies of all time as often as they do, like, the number one movie in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't think people would respect a movie that's constantly being put out of rotation just because there are more movies coming out. Well, that's the thing about, like, when you say best of all time on anything, what they mean is what was the best that came out at a time. Exactly. So it's like, that wasn't one of the best movies of all time, but, like, it was the best movie of, like, 1979. Plus or minus, like, five years. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's why it's in the best of all time. Mm -hmm. See, I feel like a lot of movies... Should it's like the Leonardo with the Oscar thing, mm-hmm. you know? They're just not gonna do it because they don't want to have to say that, right. like, you know, they just don't want to do it. Yeah, no, that's true. I feel like yeah, I feel like we do that. I feel like we do that even in conversation. Like we say something that's like the greatest moment of all time or yeah. whatever, but what we really mean is to like the next greatest moment of all time. Exactly. Which is in like seven weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Because we're so, like, finite with, like, our description of time and mm-hmm. the events that transpire. Yeah. They're but, like, oh, this was so crazy. And then, like, a few weeks later, like, wasn't crazy at all. Yeah. But really, it does diminish the value of the title mm-hmm. to use it too often. Yeah. You know, I definitely think not every movie that's coming out is the best movie. But there are some in the past decade that will probably be some of the best movies for the next decade. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's true of the past, but, like, way less. Mm-hmm. I feel like these 20 years probably have some of the best movies, just period. Mm-hmm. God, for now, you know. I was wondering, though, with art, like, how much of it will actually be remembered in, like, 80 years. Because, like, I was, we were, I was talking to one of our mutual friends recently, mm-hmm. and I was saying that, like, there's so much music out there now that I feel like in 80 years, there'll be like four artists that are famous now that people will actually remember who they were. Yeah. And it'll be like Kanye and like th- like three pop artists that like people now don't even listen to. It's funny that you didn't put Kanye in pop artists, but I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, it. but I like, what I mean about pop artists, I really think it'll be like Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. Or like... I don't even know. I listen to, like, pop yeah, music. I don't yeah. even know who, like, who a popular singer is now. But, like, it'll be something like that. And then, our like, our kids will be playing it. They'll be like, oh, this is the throwback playlist from, like, 400 years ago. Yeah. And we'll be like, I remember this. It wasn't good then, and it's not good now. <laughs> yeah. You know, even, like, with, like, paintings and stuff. You know, there was that painting that sold for so much. It was just a blue mm-hmm. painting. Was, I think, like, a white stripe? Yeah. Maybe not even a white stripe. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was like super famous because it was a unique shade of blue that was like only existed on that painting, mm-hmm. you know? It was like a new color. But I could paint my car that color now. Yeah. You know, I could paint the walls. I can make my own painting with that same shade of blue now. Mm. You know, so a lot of things that are like rare or that are famous for being that way, I think will lose a lot of value. Yeah. I don't think anyone in our generation would, like, buy a rare painting. But, like, somebody from, like, an older generation yeah, probably would. But, like, a lot of the paintings that are famous right now, like, somebody in our generation probably wouldn't even think they, like, look good. I think that's true for most paintings. 
that they won't even look good. Yeah. Interesting. How many paintings do you think you could name? Uh, before you say anything, I'm going to say the average person can name, like, three. Thank God. I was going to say five. <laughs> I feel like the average person would say, like, Mona Lisa. Starry Night. Starry Night. And then they would just know, like, some random... Yeah, thing. I don't even... What's what's another... What's the most common paintings? Mona Lisa, Starry Night. Yeah. I don't know, like, popular historical paintings. I mean, God and Adam. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Last Supper. The Last Supper, yeah. Meal at the House of Levi. Let's see. Scream. Right. Very popular. It is! That's super popular. popular. Da Vinci, actually. Mm. Self-portrait. That's the thing is that, like, it's funny when we define value to something, because there's, like, the Smithsonian and all these museums that have these, like, very famous paintings mm-hmm. and then like I, so many people in our generation probably cannot tell you like five of them or like even if they saw one they'd be like I have no idea yeah like, I saw something is. the other day where this guy goes around asking people granted they're not in the US but he's like you know what I shouldn't even have said that because of the context of it he's like alright who won World War 2 mm-hmm. and people were like France Germany England <laughs> and it's like what? Right. And it, like, keeps happening. And then they have, like, pictures of Winston Churchill, Anne Frank, Lincoln. People are just like, I don't know. I think that a lot of general knowledge is lost. Because Mm. right now, we live in, like, such a moving world that, like, people just focus on the present. Which is weird, because if you ask any sixth grader, they'll know. Yeah. You know, they'll know who won every war. They'll know every president. They'll know every cloud form possible. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, that's cumulonimbus. Yeah, I got that one. But once you hit, like, 14... You just don't care anymore. It's just all gone, yeah. Yeah, you just don't care anymore. That is true. I, when, I was a, when I was a little, I could probably tell you, like, a lot about, like, historical figures. And now I, like, couldn't even tell you, like, a- any of it. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, literally any of it. I would say up to maybe freshman year of high school. I like new things. Right. You know, I had facts and information that wasn't relevant, but was like considered essential knowledge. Who won the war? You know, like right. things like that, you know, who landed on the moon. That's the thing is that like, I feel like once you get to a certain age, the things that you find important are what you care about. Mm-hmm. And so like, even though that knowledge is considered important, it's not important to you. Yeah. So you just don't care about it. To be fair, I don't know when it would be important. Things like that. That's the thing. It's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> it's, with the internet, it's like not. Yeah. Like, if I ever had a kid and they're like, oh, when did like JFK die? I'd be like, do you not know how to type? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Exactly. Like, there's the internet for that. But like, in a weird way, I feel glad to have learned it, mm-hmm. but I also recognize that a lot of it, aside from, like, the morals, which can be just spoken, were pretty unnecessary. You know, like, they have the history repeats itself. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what that one thing was that we shouldn't do, yeah. you know, and then it's fine. Yeah. But I do feel like a lot of, like, history classes are filled with, like, unimportant names and 
specific dates. You know, what was the restaurant that this assassin was at the day before? You know, it's just... Yeah. Trivial. Yeah, that's true. We... Oh, yeah, in history, especially, you learn a lot of things where it's just like, this is never going to be important. Yeah. Ever. I feel like the easiest way to do it is to connect it to random things. So, like, I always remember when JFK died. Uh-huh. <laughs> because there's a Stephen King novel that's the name of the date they died. Unconnected? Like, unrelatedly? Oh, no, it's about JFK. Got but, it. like, I just remember it because that my history teacher in high school mm-hmm. was like, if you ever forget this, there is a book and a James Franco movie. <laughs> That is the same name. So when did he die? In November 22nd, 1963. Okay. <laughs> that's like the only reason I know that. That's cool. But like if you ask me when we landed on the moon, I no fucking clue. No Sometime clue. before then, because JFK was president. But like I have no idea. <laughs> no clue. Yeah. Or do you know the names of everyone that was on this first ship? I don't Neil know. Armstrong. Not a single person. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong, yeah. Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin. There's one more, I think. At least one more. Really? I'm 60% sure. Okay. But again, if I want to know, I'll type it. I'll just Google. Yeah. Crazy. I feel like Google would be a great educator if you could, like, condense the information on the internet Mm -hmm. into, like, essential things in a palatable, like, medium. Like, there's a lot of History Channel mini-series, I guess. They're, like, at least 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's about, like, the coal mines and striking oil, and it has, like, all the famous faces, and those are really interesting. I feel... Google is so... is basically an AI at this point. Because mm-hmm. we're just plugging information with questions in, and then it's just... Learning how finding to Finding that information. Yeah. That... I think if you just typed into Google, what do I need to know to, like, be educated, it would have a response. You just had to hit the I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling lucky. It's, like, November 22nd, 1963. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to type very vague things in there. Yeah. And then I just say, like, today's date. Yeah. Just to freak you out. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think it could educate people. You know, like, Khan Academy. Yeah. Everyone knows Khan Academy. Nobody wants to know Khan Academy, though. Yes. But nobody wants to be in the math class that requires Khan Academy. Yeah. They also have other, like, courses outside of math. Did you know that? I didn't for, like, years. Yeah. And I bet they're probably the closest to what I'm wanting Mm -hmm. for, like, a palatable experience of education. (laughs) You know that during, um, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, Harvard offered free online courses? That's so upsetting. It is very upsetting. That's probably that was probably like the most streamlined information you could possibly, yeah, like achieve. Like oh. I imagine it was just like here's what you need to know mm-hmm. about like everything in like weeks at a time. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just read it, and then you're just like, all right. I know a couple people that did like philosophy classes. Ooh. Yeah. They were like completely free. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I wonder if there are some classes that are like exclusive to Harvard? no just in general maybe to other colleges too like I know there are like very niche classes but are there some like 
just classes that they don't tell you about that like if you like found it that's then you get to take it but it's not like popular oh i mean i feel like in specialty schools yeah for sure i feel like if you went to like mit okay yeah they'd be like yo did you sign up for like thermonuclear engineering <laughs> like what does that even mean yeah or like an art school i feel like would have something like that that's true a class that you couldn't take like anywhere else mm-hmm. i know i apply to cal arts and they have a class where they teach you how to make figurines out of clay for claymation films. Wow. It's like an entire like li- like lab. That's mm-hmm. just that. And it's like, you know, how do you like set them up on the like set basically and like how do you move them so in such minuscule detail that it looks just like a fluid motion mm-hmm. like But you're not wasting anything. frames by not moving them. Yeah. Wow, that it's would like be a fun class. class. It would, and, like, that, I've never seen that class offered, like, anywhere else. Yeah. But it's important if you go there, so. Yeah, no, I bet. <laughs> Something, yeah, there's a couple people I've met who have degrees from, like, I didn't even know that was offered, like, as a degree. Yeah? Yeah, I, mean, I, I know somebody who's getting a degree in aquology, which is, like, the study of water. I, yeah, I did not know that was a degree. What classes do you need to take that, like, lead up to that degree? Um, it's like, I think it's like natural chemistry of the earth, or I don't even know what those classes are like called. All the organics, all the geologies. Yeah. They're like studying to be a firefighter. Like, oh, interesting. Or like an engineer for mm-hmm. firefighting technology. Wow. But I didn't even know it was possible. Like mm-hmm. he said the degree and I was just like, you don't want to tell me what your degree is. Cool. Like I get it. <laughs> like I just want to ask. If you could choose how you were like educated how would you choose because mine would be like interesting videos i would love to just watch them like tv or anime and replay them over and over because they're good you're like really good i'm talking like like studio ghibli level <laughs> but then it's about like chemistry exactly you just like it like has like a in the Ghibli opening where it says all the characters' names and then it just like pans really awkward and like welcome to the lab today. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, I would like to just have it where you're assigned somebody who already knows all the information, uh-huh. and then they just like like sit down and just tell you, <laughs> but like while you're doing the thing that you're learning. Okay. Yeah. So like trade school, mm-hmm. like in every subject. That's true, because I would want to know that I'm doing it right Yeah. after the video. That's the thing, is you can, like, watch a lot of videos and how to do a lot of things on YouTube, but then you have to, like, do the things. And if, like, you're going to school to be, like, a doctor, yeah. and they're like, oh, this is how you save someone's life, <laughs> and then... Interesting. You're like, oh, I think I can tell what's going on <laughs> in the video, and then you, like, get to the situation. The person's like, oh, am I going to survive? I don't know. I saw a YouTube video about it once. They're like, oh, I watched no. it in 1.5... Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh no. Do you think that... Like, and I don't think education doesn't have a large emphasis, but do you think that there will be another time, like during the space race, where the world is motivated on, like, getting smarter for, like, a purpose? I think right now. Yeah? With climate change. That's a big one that I missed, actually. I think with global warming, like, people are trying, like, very actively Mm -hmm. to, like, stop it. Yeah. I would say it's probably one of the biggest, like, activist events that, like, I've been alive for. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, like, the realest threat to, like, being alive. Yeah. That, like, society has faced in, like, a long time. And it's one of those things where, like, you can't just, like, be like, oh, we're going to stop it. Because, like... It's not even us. It Yeah, it's just the earth doing things. Yeah. So, like, that is very hard to kind of, like, wrap your head around. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll stop it. We have a good, like, five years. Yeah. Five years. <laughs>